0: I'm Audrey, and I'm so glad you're here listening to the podcast It's Too Wonderful. This show is inspired by Psalm 139, when David writes how God has searched him and knows him fully, and that this knowledge of himself is too wonderful for him to know. We can't even know ourselves, let alone the maker of the universe and the savior of our souls. I am fascinated by this reality. So naturally I started a podcast about it. My hope is that what you hear on this show inspires you to go and have similar conversations in your own life with people that you love and to spend more time with Jesus, who loves you the most. Jordan Fight was one of my first friends in college. We met in the first class I had called C.S. Lewis Tolkien and the Inklings. Um And we just really bonded over that, and was the beginning of a beautiful friendship that is such a gift from God. And I am so excited that you all get to hear the gem of a human that she is. Her story is very unique in the way that, honestly, the Lord has saved her life multiple times. In this episode, she shares a really big part of her testimony, um, which is frankly a miracle that she's alive, and she shares that story, and then we just get into what it looks like to testify both to unbelievers and believers, because sometimes the latter can be harder. We also talk about what it looks like to trust God with the very real, tangible prayers, um, and just trusting Him in new seasons of life where things like money or finances might seem really hard. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and let me know what you think. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thanks for having me, Audrey. I
1: am literally giddy to be here. Oh, of
0: course. I am It's Too
1: Wonderful's number one
0: fan. So, Oh, stop. <laughs> it's been like, we have rescheduled this too many times. We have. Um, God made a way. God made a way. <laughs> we're finally here, which is ironic because Jordan and I literally sleep in the same room. <laughs> I know, literally. And we had to, like, write each other into our schedule. Yeah, we had to, like, block it out. Um, but, yeah, Jordan is my roommate for the summer. And, like, even saying that kind of makes me sad because... I know. It's mm. like we're halfway through. and it's I know. Summer's flying by. Okay, let's do the... First question, what are you looking forward to about today?
1: Well, you know, honestly, (laughs) um, (laughs) I was really looking forward to this. Um, I don't
0: think anyone said that. Oh, wow. (laughs)
1: I'm I'm just unique. You're Um, just unique. (laughs) No, yeah, just have a little quality time with Audrey. Um, But yeah, the rest of my day, I mean, I'm doing some homework. Um, I got a, like, green curry from uh, (laughs) Trader Joe's Mm -hmm. yesterday, so... I might make that for dinner. Mm. I'm excited for that. Uh, and then if I get done on my homework soon, I'm gonna chill and like read a book or something. Yeah,
0: we could watch a. Mm, should we watch a movie? A movie on a Tuesday night. A movie on a Tuesday. How wild of us! <laughs> Look at us. Being Jordan and I are both book girls though, so we'll like settle in with our books and like yeah. light a candle. Yeah. And-
1: well, to clarify, I became a book girl like, a month ago, but did yes. You, did
0: I make you? No, I didn't make you a book, You've girl. You've rubbed off on me. Yeah, just like I
1: was like, oh, Audrey reads Before Bed, so why don't I?
0: Just like yes. how when you're living your life for Jesus, uh, around other people.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: That I rubs it. rubs <laughs> off. Uh, no, okay, we're not going to talk well, about that right now, but we will talk about that. Okay, but amazing. A little bit later, okay. but I don't, I'm just trying to make <laughs> stupid transitions. <laughs> Anyways, great. okay, Jordan and I met freshman year she was like my first friend honestly besides my roommate lj and before we started recording i was like i feel like you should just tell tell your story because it's really powerful and i remember that yeah. post when you posted it on your instagram like loki went viral <laughs> a little bit. i know i was like
1: i have never received this much attention ever yeah but, mm-hmm.
0: jordan studied abroad last semester and sometimes when I think about that semester I'm like how did I survive without you like (laughs) I just so weird that I like did life without you for six months Mm -hmm. anyways Jordan got in a what should have been fatal car crash like three days before she left for London Mm -hmm. tell the story and it can it can live on this little platform but I think it's really powerful so I want to like kind of start off with that.
1: Oh, thanks, Aj. Yeah, thanks for giving me this, like, platform to do so, because I feel like, especially with moments like those, like, I definitely feel called to testify about it, but it's also, like, I'm not just gonna meet someone and be, like, Hey, let me tell you how God saved my life. I mean, I guess I could. You, but you could. I feel like it. It maybe wouldn't be received as well. Maybe not be if they were, the were not the same. Yeah. If in they were just like
0: space to hear about that. This stranger
1: is telling me about how she almost died in yeah. <laughs> a yeah. car accident. Um. Anyway, so yeah, thank you for this. So basically, it happened last August. So almost a year from now. It was literally the Thursday before I left for London, and I think I left for London on a Tuesday. I was driving to visit one of my friends, and out of nowhere, it just started like raining super hard. And <laughs> I, at the time, was driving a sweet little Nissan Altima from like 2001. He wasn't—he wasn't built for that kind of weather. So I started hydroplaning, and then I there was a car in front of me, and so I didn't want to hit it. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I'll just veer off to the guardrail because. Um, that way I don't like hurt someone else so I made my way over to the grass median eventually and um, I remember just like parking with my hazards on and I'm like okay I don't want to drive anymore in this and so I get on my phone and I call my dad and that's literally the last thing that I remember fast forward later that day I wake up and I think I woke up in the hospital It honestly might have been an ambulance or something. I don't know. I was just like, this is a really weird dream and super vivid. And I literally, I had no idea like where I was. Mm -hmm. Eventually when I woke up again, my parents were there. And I remember my dad was just like hysterical and he was just like so happy to see me and see that I was alive. Um, And so, yeah, basically I didn't really fully find out the extent of which happened um, until You know, I was, like, conscious in the hospital, and my parents were telling me everything. But basically, a, like, big SUV had hydroplaned into me when I was in the grass median. And it literally made my (laughs) little uh, Nissan Altima look like a flatbed truck. Um, And it's crazy, because, like, literally, if you just look at the photos, it's like, Ah. how in the world Mm -hmm. did I survive that? I have no idea.
0: Um, But, yeah, so... I like everything was flat in the car. Mm-hmm. Like literally like smushed like a pancake except for the driver's seat.
1: Yeah. Like literally except for my seat. Um and so It's just like how does that even work that the passenger seat was flat? I have no idea. And also <laughs> like Which I guess it kind of makes sense because it was from the rear end. But like my airbags didn't even go off.
0: (laughs) What? I Um, didn't know that.
1: Yeah. And maybe it's because it wasn't like a head on collision. But I'm just like, how in the world did I not like break something? So I ended up just I had like a pretty big laceration on the back of my head. But like, you know, if you saw the car again, it was not a huge thing. And I had a concussion and just like some scratches here and there after just hearing the stories of all of these like just very specific details and things that happened, me and my family are like, it was no doubt a miracle. Mm. Um, like there was a guy in a, tr- in a truck ahead of me. And I guess he was kind of like just witnessing everything going down. Mm. And so he had seen me in my car and he literally like came over to my car and basically by the look of me, he thought that I was like dead. Damn. Um, And so it's just crazy because my mom uh, was telling me she was like, he like came to the hospital and he could just like not stop talking to my mom and mm. like calling his friends. And I just think of like, you know, the people in the New Testament after Jesus performs a miracle mm. and they just like literally can't shut up about it mm. because he essentially like thought that he had seen me dead. And then like, I think minutes later, I was like standing up out of my car and they were like, sweetie you need to like not do that but you Um, don't remember no I literally do not remember any of that so yeah he just Mm -hmm. like (laughs) he was like just going around the hospital being like I can't believe that she's alive Mm -hmm. one of the firefighters had like pulled my parents aside afterwards he was like it was like a complete miracle that your daughter lived like we literally thought that it was a fatal accident so (laughs) yeah Oh. Um, <laughs> I know. Every time. Just Trills. just it's like so many things like that. Um and so, yeah. Uh I I was pretty like just positive like we were just so sure that it was a miracle and like literally also the firefighter had told my parents that if the bar that like was above my head that like connects the front of the car and the back of the car if it was like centimeters like, further than it was, I guess, when the crash happened, it would have, like, gone right through me. So just, like, stuff like that where it's, like, like, Mm. my mom is always, like, when I think of it, I just picture, like, angels just, like, surrounding Mm. your seat. Um, Wow. Yeah, and it just, like, makes me emotional because I'm just, like, and also my name, which I'm, like, this could have nothing to do with it. But I was thinking the other day, my name means angel descending from heaven.
0: What? Yeah.
1: Isn't I did know that. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what my parents said. If you Google it, that might not be it. But, um. Wow. And I feel like there's been a lot of things that have happened in my life mm. where I'm like, yeah, I think that an actual angel will yeah like, God saved me. But,
0: you know. Yeah. Um. Because this so, yeah. wasn't your only near-death <laughs>
1: experience. Yeah, we've <laughs> had a couple. <laughs> um. So it was just crazy, but I think, um, also like one of my, one of the things about the whole accident that like gets me every time Mm -hmm. and I know it gets you when I, whenever I tell the story, but, um, basically like, so for my dad, he, he didn't really, well, okay. So that day was just like a lot for him because he had gotten a weird butt dial for me and then I never really followed up with like a call or a text and he had called my friend And he was like, "Hey, like, has Jordan gotten there yet?" And she was like, "No, like, I, um, but like, I feel like she should be here now." And so basically, my dad was in this state where he was like, "I have no idea, like, where my daughter is." Mm -hmm. Um, And even my friends were like, "I hope that she's okay because she's not here." My dad, I had told him that I was dropping or I was picking up some film that I had gotten developed at a Walgreens before, and then I was heading to my friend's house, so. He like went to the Walgreens, talked to the lady and she was like, yeah, she was here uh, around this time. And so from there, he basically like he knew the like <laughs> the map app that I use, like I mm. use Apple Maps. And so he like routed from the Walgreens to my friend's house. Wow. And he was like because he just was like, oh, this is what she would do, you mm. know. And he literally was just like tracking me down because like it's not like he could call the police and be like, hey, I don't know where my daughter is. I don't think she's okay. So, yeah, he just, like, drove along the route, like, having no idea what had happened to me. And Mm. he came, like, upon the scene. And I had already been gone. And, like, I think the police and the ambulance had come and stuff. But he, like, was walking up to it being, like, I don't know if I'm going to see, like, my daughter in this car. And, like, my car Mm. obviously looked terrible. And, Mm. like, you know, Mm. there was blood on the seat and stuff. So he's like seeing my car and then I think there was a police officer still there and he mm. was like she was rushed to the hospital like I think she's gonna be okay but my, my dad's like seeing the car and he's yeah. like there's no way that she's gonna be okay when I was telling my family the story one of my brothers was like it makes me emotional when you tell that story because like I just think about how dad loved you so much that he like literally tracked you down and chased you down that day if he loved you that much how much more does god love mm-hmm. us and just like chase us down yeah. um and i was just like oh my god like it just made me emotional because mm-hmm. i was just like i literally can't even f- like fathom that mm-hmm. that um extent of love so yeah just
0: yeah.
1: crazy dude
0: it's like it's the dads too <laughs> I know like, they
1: get ya. <laughs> i
0: just like want to share too like this is totally different but just Mm -hmm. along the vein of your dad Mm -hmm. last summer I drove across the country to have my car in California because I had an internship there and my dad drove with me from Wisconsin all the way to California it was like 10 12 hour driving days like literally just for me just so I could have my car there and I remember thinking how in the world did I get so lucky to have a dad that would just like give up this much time to do something that's not fun like sit in a car and drive yeah. and i was just like so sh- like wrecked by like the fact that he would love me that much to do that and then i felt the lord just be like "That this is nothing compared to how much i love you dang and it's just like
1: it's crazy it's those
0: moments when you're like struck with like an act because i think I mean, we all know that we love each other, right? Like our friend group, like we we love each other, whatever, like we'll do nice things for each other, but there'll be an act that someone does for you. And you're like, what? And especially when it comes from your dad and you're like, how did he like do that? You know? And then it's like, when you have that context, then being able to be like, that is nothing compared to how God loves me. Right. And, and like, it's just like,
1: what I feel just like so lucky and I, I feel like you probably share in this um but to just even have like a dad that emulates an inch of that you mm. know like a lot of people don't even have that to be like oh if like my dad loves me this much like I can't even imagine wow. how much my like yeah. heavenly father loves me mm. and so that also in itself is just such mm. a blessing because like so many people don't have that yeah um and so that we get to like have dads where it's like, mm. oh my gosh, you like actually like love me and mm. you would just like drive across, you know?
0: Yeah. Do
1: whatever. Like, um, I don't know. I have to remind myself of that too. Cause mm. I, yeah, I don't know. I have cool parents, but. Yeah, you do.
0: But yeah, that story is just. And then you literally went to London three yeah. days later. Cause I remember when we all heard about this, which is like the whole story in itself, but we were all like, okay jordan like is she gonna be able to go like what and because you had a concussion and then you literally went like you almost died and then you (laughs) went left the country for five months i
1: literally was like i don't think i kind of was mentally just like oh i'm not gonna get to go to london or if i do it's gonna be later and like at that point you know I was disappointed but I was like I'm alive yeah (laughs) true (laughs) puts things um, in context (laughs) but yeah even that in itself like uh, just like the provision of God like Mm. dude like I literally was like okay well I'm not gonna be able to like leave for London next week and I my parents were able to get me uh, an appointment with the concussion specialist and she was like basically like yeah you're like you look good you're all clear and she was like honestly it might be good for your brain to like travel and like to just like I don't know be away because it'll kind of challenge it in a way um and she also told me she was like you know when when our bodies and our brains experience something that traumatic a lot of times the first thing to go is memory and like so that's just so cool too that like mm. god blessed me in that way of like i literally will never remember like the events of the accident mm-hmm. that were like the most traumatic mm. and i don't know also when i just like but things like that i'm like how could we not be so intricately designed where mm. like god literally protects us so that like when i finally did drive again i didn't have all of this like trauma or like yeah fear. you know i was like a little anxious but like right. I didn't have these like vivid flashbacks mm. of like I like like it's literally like I don't remember a thing after that
0: phone call, yeah. you know. Um, well, it like points to like the benevolent character of God, you know like too. his design is good and it this is so this is so evident in the fact that like we can't remember bad things. Yeah, like even that that's like, okay, well, we must have been designed by something that's good.
1: Literally, you know and like we were talking about this the other day about how like a lot of times when you remember things you remember them better than they were. And like sometimes mm. that sucks if it's like, you know, that you were like in a relationship that wasn't that great or like yeah. yada yada yada. But it's just like it's mm. because we have a creator that's just like so good and so kind yeah. that like even the worst and like most traumatic things, you know, obviously they're still really hard and like, yeah, not to negate that, but like a lot of times he like, Mm. I don't know, he just protects us in that way. Yeah.
0: That's what I love about psychology. Like that's what my minor is. And I love like learning about these, the ways that the brain works because it just confirms what's in scripture. And I know our friends who are studying like biology or exercise science, like they love it because it's like, this is God. Like how can you not see God in the design of this? It's just
1: like, I know. Chills.
0: Chills. So cool. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that story. But like, how do you think that changed your mindset? Just like even like first your mindset going into like, yeah, I guess just how do you think that changed your mindset and the way you live your life?
1: All kinds of ways. I think that like, it just like gave me a renewed joy just for like life Mm. like I remember like just the months after that I was just like this like it feels so surreal to just be like living right now and like I don't know I feel like God just kind of lit that flame anew of just like I am just so happy to be alive and to testify of the Lord's goodness Mm -hmm. you know and it was just so refreshing because you know like I don't know, the last few years have been crazy for everyone. And I think that like joy especially is something that's hard, that's been hard to like feel to the fullest. Mm -hmm. It just felt so kind of the Lord to be like, Jordan, like I am your savior. And I'm like right here. And like, this is a joy like nothing that you've ever known. And so that was great. And then just like being able to go into an environment like, you know London and and a lot of Europe I I think is kind of like postmodern so like you know they don't have like the bible belt situation yeah
0: (laughs) they don't have like a church Um, on every corner yeah yeah it's not Nashville (laughs) Tennessee and so
1: I think that was really cool like him giving me this story of like Mm. hey God like saved my life and like I don't know it was just really kind of him to like give me a story that was so like accessible and like to testify of his goodness in a part of the world that like that isn't I don't know that's not as like common do you Mm, know what I'm saying like and it was just it was cool too because a lot of the the girls and and people that I was around um didn't have much background in faith or if they did there was like some church hurt or just like a lot of just like tough things and you know Christians aren't perfect and so (laughs) you know it's just unfortunate but it was so cool. Cause even when I shared the story with them, they, you know, regardless of kind of where they, they stood on the faith spectrum, they were like, yeah, no, that was definitely a miracle, mm. you know? Um, and yeah, so just like, so kind of the Lord to like, just like, I don't know, make that door wide open of like, I don't have to like work to like, weave this into my life or my conversation. Like I can just be like, hey, three days ago, I almost died, but the the Lord saved my life, you know, like, um, and it was just so cool because, yeah, being able to also go into, like, a, a, an environment where, like, I needed to, like, have that, like, fire and, um, joy in me because it wasn't just, like, what everyone else was doing Mm. was, like, again, just so kind of the Lord, so.
0: I think that speaks to, like, Jordan and I have been talking about recently, like, what it looks like to have a boldness of faith, yeah, and like even you talking about that, it's like, just reminds me. I don't know. It's just, it just he gave you that story, and now it's like he is putting on your heart this desire to like, okay, what does it look like to be bold in my faith, especially yeah. among unbelievers? And I think yeah. it's just like things like that, like literally just being, because I think it would be easy to be like, oh. And even if you don't have a miracle story, mm-hmm. there are things in your if you are a believer, there are things in your life that you know are like the the Lord did this, right? I mean everything. God does everything, yeah. but you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's easy to just like omit the name when you're talking with people and just be like, Oh, well, I'm not sure where they stand, so I'll just like shape this whole story of my life like God doesn't exist. Yeah. And yeah. it's like well, I, why do
1: we do that I don't know dude I like literally I had to keep myself from doing that like Mm. even telling that story which I mean again he made it easy to just be like yeah no this was not just like some coincidence but um I don't know I think it's I think because we also like live in a culture where it's it's so like you know we were talking about this the other day at bible study but it's so just like stay in your own lane that like you don't want to offend anyone by like being bold in your beliefs because I, I think we convince ourselves that like just by sharing our beliefs we're offending someone
0: yeah and it's like I'm <laughs> not even
1: like I'm not even like projecting them onto to you like I can I'm just not like even telling you what to believe
0: sh- exactly yeah.
1: but I think like sometimes in, in my little people pleaser mode I can be like oh, we're just like saying the name of God or Jesus or whatever is offensive. Mm. And like, that's just like so the tough because it's just like, that's not true. And that's just like not what we're called to. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, we just live in a world where it, it feels like you can offend someone by breathing a little bit. Well, so. but
0: doesn't it say in scripture, though, that the like word of Jesus is offensive? Yeah. And also like it should be. It, yeah Yeah.
1: so like it it actually should offend people it actually
0: <laughs> yeah It like it can be offensive if your whole lifestyle is shaped in a way that is running from the lord even saying his name reminds at a certain subconscious subcon- or subconscious mm-hmm. level reminds that person of what they're doing and then that's offensive but right.
1: but I, it's not like you actively offending another
0: right person. it's not and it, maybe that's like where it comes from for you because you're trying to please people so it's like right. i'm hurting someone and it's like no it's not you. It's oh like when okay, Jordan and I are in this Bible study <laughs> together. We're reading first Samuel. Yeah. And we last was that last night? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Last night we read first Samuel 7 and 8 and it was the part when Israel is asking for a king cuz right now they just have Samuel and the, I mean they have a king, their king is the Lord, but they want like a person king who like (laughs) enslaves them and essentially and so they were like telling samuel they're like give us a king to lead us and okay i'm reading from scripture now this is first samuel eight verse six um and then this this displeased samuel so he prayed to the lord and the lord told him listen to all that the people are saying to you it is not you they have rejected but they have rejected me as their king as they have done from the day I brought them out of Egypt until this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are doing to you. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly, and let them know that the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. So I, I don't know that just like reminds me of when we're when we're being like a vessel for the Lord. Anytime we receive like I hesitate to say hate, but like rejection yeah maybe yeah. or whatever it's like it's not you it's like the lord i don't know
1: yeah and it's like the the lord is probably whether they know it or not stirring some kind of conviction yeah in them but that's like the lord like doing something in them it's not like you yeah you know? so yeah.
0: essentially like we like people pleasing is so so real and like i think we all struggle with it to a certain level yeah but like
1: yeah, and just, like, even, I don't know what verse it is, but, like, there's a verse that essentially talks about, like, you will have people, like, dislike mm-hmm. you. Or, like, y- like, basically, we will have em- enemies by proclaiming the name of Jesus. Mm. And I think that's, like, so hard for me to grasp. Yeah. Because I'm, like, but I just want everyone to be, like, happy and friends and whatever. And, yeah. like, um, I think you were talking about this on your last episode, but it's, like, no, it didn't, like that i don't know that's also just like the whole idea of like peace
0: peace on earth you know mm. but you and
1: jackson were talking about like yeah go go <laughs> stream that episode to hear <laughs> what jackson. what it
0: looks like what peace looks like yeah. because we're promised peace but also i think we're on the last episode we were talking about how like inner soul peace is different from like outward relational peace right. or like yeah peace on earth you know
1: right So
0: anyways, but I feel like that I, I hesitate to say love, but like watching you just kind of walk this line has been so cool because I mean, your gift, you do have a gift of like peacekeeping, you know, like you're so good at that. When Jordan walks in a room, it's like, you just ease attention by being yourself (laughs) So, and so, and literally you told me the other day, it's like the enemy will come for the things that you're really good at. So yeah, like, like
1: he'll come for the things often that we're most confident in and make them like our biggest insecurity.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so like I see also, wait, that just reminds me what's your, can you tell everyone your life purpose statement? again? Oh gosh. Do you remember?
1: Spot, um, hold on. My, my life purpose <laughs> is to alleviate shame and communicate love to others especially those that feel excluded so that they may feel or they may experience the abundant freedom found in Christ. Something like that.
0: And you wrote that with your college ministry, but that was like, you didn't just come up with that on the spot. It
1: it was like three days of processing my entire life.
0: I don't know. Even that it's like all these things, like the, like trying to alleviate shame and bring peace. It's like, it's really understandable. And I'm sure other people feel this way of like, it's understandable why it's hard like it feels like something it feels wrong to be offensive but that i mean that's what truth like truth if there is, is, is one truth yeah offensive. it's innately offensive yeah and again it just comes back to like walking that line of christianity like there's right. there's always two sides the, you're just trying to figure out the narrow path, and I think this is just another one of those circumstances. Yeah, uh, talking about boldness of faith among uh, unbelievers, like it's also, and we were talking about this before, like earlier this week, is it's also sometimes hard to have a boldness of faith among believers. Ooh, yeah, too, mm-hmm. and like. Which is so ironic because you'd think that, like, once you're surrounded by believers, it would just be easy.
1: I think that it's, like, I don't know. I feel like even just, like, I see with me and my friends the pattern I can get into. It's, like, oh, okay, well, we all have this baseline of, like, we love God and, you know, Jesus Christ saved us. And, like, you know, all this stuff and we're called to love each other. But, like, because there's that baseline, baseline? There's almost like you like get comfortable in it, you know, Mm. because it's like, oh, well, like we believe this. We know that we're all on the same page, so we don't really need to challenge each other or Or like talk about it or share the gospel because we know where we stand, basically. Mm. But then it's like, oh, then you just don't talk about it when it's supposedly the biggest thing in your life. Like the thing is, you know, God is the king over our lives. And Mm -hmm. so, yeah, I just find like so much honestly with my friends that are also Christian it's so easy to get into this rhythm of you know obviously we're all that and like we go to church together and like do this and this but like beyond that it's not much more and like that's not to say that every conversation you have ever needs to be like so you know like in Matthew or you know
0: like every conversation needs to be like this podcast like no exactly yeah
1: but it's also like okay if that's not happening then like who uh, it becomes like yeah this is kind of veering off but it becomes like our faith becomes a very individualistic thing Mm. and while I think that that is so important for our growth like literally so much of the New Testament is like God in community with others Mm. and like there were 12 disciples you know like Mm. so like so much of our faith is literally being in communion and community and fellowship with each other and I think that's something that like we so easily miss in the American church, not to come for the American church, but, um, yeah, I feel like it can really just become this thing where it's like, okay, well it's you and God. And like, you should be reading your Bible and like praying. And like, if you're struggling, well, I'm sorry, maybe pray some more, but like, you know, I, I feel like there's less of an emphasis of like no, like talk about it and be mm. like hey Audrey I'm struggling with this like can you hold me accountable or just mm. like ask me updates on it
0: yeah and or come, so up <laughs> come up with a code word
1: come up with a code word that stays between you and me yeah, it does. Um, yeah but like it's just crazy yeah. because then whenever I do have conversations like this it's mm. just like so life-giving and it's so like oh my gosh they think that too or like They're confused about that too. Or, you know, like you can name a bajillion different things, but, um, yeah, I feel like faith becomes a lot less exciting sometimes and a lot more scary Mm. when you're only ever doing it on your own. And it's like me and God in the morning and, you know, and like, obviously I think that is so important and they're both like so needed, Mm. but I think we just miss the, the community aspect in a way that like matters and even like beyond just like going to church, you know, like just walking with the Lord like Mm. daily together.
0: And even like what you say too, because I think I find myself sometimes wanting to say, I I don't know, something will happen and I want to be like, Oh God's so cool. Or that was totally the Lord or like praise God or whatever. And I get in my head and I'm like, Oh, that's annoying. Like, of course they know that that's God. I don't need to say that. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's just like, why, wh- why am I afraid to say the name of the Lord in a context of believers? And I, it's just crazy. Cause the name of the Lord is so powerful. Like just saying the name of Jesus is powerful. Like yeah. no matter where you are and like, we, Jordan and I are going to church to the city and we're walking through Hebrews right now. And wh- the other day I was reading Hebrews and there's this scripture in it that reminded me of this when we were talking about it. It's Hebrews 2. Um, and, okay, wait, I'm trying to get context for this. <laughs> so, yeah, the writer of Hebrews is kind of talking about who Jesus is because the whole point of Hebrews is like trying to persuade people that, have jewish background that jesus is the answer to like the story that is um the jewish faith so he's talking about who jesus is and it says in verse 10 in bringing many sons and daughters to glory it was fitting that god for whom and through through whom everything exists should make the pioneer of their salvation perfect so the pioneer of salvation which is jesus Perfect through what he suffered. Mm. Both the one who makes people holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. Mm. So, this is all like giving the verse context. Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, which that's crazy. That's insane. (laughs) We're not even to the crux of it. But the fact that, like, the one who makes us holy and those who are made holy are of the same feeling. Like, this is what right. that's saying. Yeah. And then it says, so so it says, Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. And then verse 12 says, Jesus says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters. In the assembly, I will sing your praises. Mm. And literally just that verse, Bruh, it's like... <laughs> He declares the name of God to his brothers and sisters, which are the people he makes holy, which are believers. Yeah. And in the assembly, I like looked up that Greek word and it essentially means like a body of believers. So in a body of believers, I will sing your praises. Yeah. And I think we think of that as like, oh, I'm singing in church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's like singing praises and worship is so much bigger than just, Singing three songs on a Sunday.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, like singing his praises can look like, I don't know, you make your garlic naan, and I'm like, wow, God's (laughs) so cool for like giving us a Trader Joe's in Nashville and then like having garlic naan be at that Trader Joe's (laughs) and us able to enjoy it with the money that we work for. You know, like, it's just like that is singing his praises. Yeah. Yeah. And jesus did that he declared his name he declared the name of god to his brothers and sisters and so yes we spread the gospel to unbelievers Mm -hmm. like yes we declare his name in dark spaces but we also like sing his praises in the light Mm
1: just just you saying that makes me think about how like also like that in itself is so powerful like when I think about the like revelations I've had in my faith or just like aha moments or whatever like that I've had the majority of them and again reading the bible is so important and I am <laughs> not negating that at all yeah. and that's something that I could grow in every day but like when I think about that so many of the like oh my gosh, God is, like, so close and so present. So many of those moments, it's literally in conversation with, mm. like, people who are, like, in, like other believers and yeah. that are in my community. And just, like, yeah, like, you were literally, I'm not taking credit for this at all, because last night um, Audrey said something that literally made me, like, go, like, oh my gosh. Wait, what? what? Last night think? at Bible study, you were, like, are we don't realize also how powerful our stories are yeah. like when like and but it's like right in front of us like the entire <laughs> new testament mm. is jesus like telling stories yeah to make like the gospel and the good news and his love for us like mm. digestible
0: yeah and so
1: like it's just crazy that like having that knowledge we're still like Oh, but like we all kind of believe this. So like, I don't need to testify or like talk about how Jesus is working in my life or how I'm confused
0: or yeah. like,
1: yada, yada, yada. Like
0: we're like, uh, you know. As if believing is the end goal. Like yeah. believing is the beginning.
1: Yeah. And, and then also we're literally always learning. Yeah, Yes. And
0: then we go through the process of sanctification.
1: Yeah.
0: And like sanctification is hard. Yeah. <laughs> and who are we to think that like it's done purely through like sitting in your little chair and drinking your tea at 7 a.m. every morning and reading your Bible for 30 minutes, (laughs) and now I'm sanctified, You know, like, no. And then I
1: don't think about it for the rest of the day. And then you like,
0: what? How do we even think that's – But, yeah, and to just, like, elaborate more on what Jordan was talking about, what I said, we were talking about the power of our stories and, like – because last night at Bible Study, we had this whole conversation of, like, kind of what we were talking about earlier of – how do you not like how, if you have people in your life that want to know more about God, how do you like gently like show them that and not like scare them away essentially <laughs> yeah. and not think that you're judging them for their decisions. Cause like, if they're not believers, they don't play by the same rule book. So you shouldn't even be like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and we were just talking about the power of our stories and the power of our lives and how Jesus in the gospels, like, when he taught, he taught in parables. He taught stories. That is how we understand things. Right. And that and it's so true because, like, you can t- you can go up to someone and be like, hey, God works miracles. Did you know that? And, like, you know, God works miracles because he's sovereign and because he's all know. And you can, like, explain it, and they're going to be like, yeah. But if you come up to a person and you're like, hey – I was in a car crash, and like this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this happened, and you can never say the word miracle, and they'll walk away being like, "God works miracles." Yeah, you know, like that. Yeah. Stories are so powerful, and yeah.
1: and like the thing of, I don't know, I think stories have the power to like move people in a way that just like words, I don't know, because I guess stories is like you're you're saying a bunch of words, but like, yeah, you know how people say all the time that a lot of times they leave conversations not necessarily remembering everything that was said but like the way that it made them made feel, them feel yeah. and that's not to say that like we should be led by our feelings all the time because i don't think that's necessarily biblical but it's just like like people remember like the holy spirit moving in them like through i don't know through someone else's story then like oh well let me just tell you about uh i don't know you know yeah and that's not to say that I think just sharing the gospel straight up can yeah. be, uh, God can also use that. He can literally use anything. But mm. I think a lot of times when I hear people's stories and how like God has worked through them in their life, I remember like, oh my gosh, that made like, that like stirred something in me, mm. you know? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't know. That's not, that's not to say that, you know, yeah, God can use anything, but.
0: Yeah. And like words are obviously so good and like he when he's using them but words can also be like I know this for me like (laughs) a source of like you're just trying to tell people something because you think you know everything and it's like comes from a judgmental place whatever but there's this verse what you were saying before of like it's not always words there's this verse at home, there's, like, a Hobby Lobby sign in our bathroom. It's, like, above <laughs> the toilet. And I'm, like, thanks, Mom, for putting that there because I think about it all the time now. It's First John 4.18, and in chapter 4, First John, it's talking about God's love. And, honestly, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but, like, after listening to this episode, you should go. Not you should, but if you want to. <laughs> um, <laughs> 1 John 4, verse 7 through 21 just, like, talks about the love of God. And I think it's such an underrated passage, honestly. I said 1 John 4, 18. It's actually 1 John 3, 18, which is confusing because, yes, it talks about God's love in 1 John 4. <laughs> but <laughs> in 1 John 3, um, it says... Three verse 16 it says this is how we know what love is Jesus Christ laid down his life for us first of all that's an action like Jesus Christ laying down his life that's an action that shows love and we ought to lay our down our lives for our brothers and sisters if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother and sister in need but has no pity on them how can the love of God be in that person Mm -hmm. and then verse 18 this is the kicker It says, Dear children, let us not live with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. Mm, And that's the verse that's above my toilet. (laughs) That's
1: a good toilet verse. Yeah,
0: (laughs) dude. Which honestly, it's kind of confused me because I'm like, "Hmm, are we not supposed to love with our words? Because I can and I do. And honestly, I don't really have the answer to that. I don't think that's what this is.
1: I think it's like the idea of like actions speak louder than words mm. i'm like so many of these like mainstream sayings i'm like this is from the bible yeah, I know. <laughs> but i think i think words can be powerful if your actions back them up but mm. if, i think they can be pretty meaningless if you say one thing and you you don't follow through with your actions so yeah. i think when they're in harmony it can be extra powerful but i think if it's just words alone it's like well
0: they're empty kind of you yeah know? yeah okay one, one more thing I want to talk about yes. before we wrap is <laughs> just, I think it's been really cool how like God has given us, think speaking of stories, we're like <laughs> living a similar story right yeah. now, <laughs> just like, and being, and living on our own, like fully for the first time right in Nashville, like, yeah. and Jordan and I have been talking a lot about this and just like the hard tips like like the it's so good in so many ways but it's stretching us in new ways and like and really in ways that I just like haven't been stretched before and we were talking the other day about like how we trust God with things that are maybe a little bit more abstract or like emotionally focused yeah yeah but like trusting this is such a curve. So sorry for you're listening, you're like where's she going with this? But trusting God with like physical provision yeah. can be so much harder. And like living on our own for the first time, it's like we have we have to worry about like well no, we don't have to worry. That's the point <laughs> of it. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. catching myself right <laughs> as I'm saying. It. Do not be anxious Do about Do not be anything. anxious about anything. <laughs> um but like yeah there is the fact of rent that has to be paid and Mm. you have to grow grocery shopping for yourself to Mm. feed yourself Mm. and just like really tangible things. And I wanted to talk about this because right when, right the day before we were supposed to record the podcast, we had this whole conversation (laughs) about like, why don't, why do we have such a harder time trusting God with something like, am I going to be able to pay my rent this month than with something like, oh, give me patience in this relationship. Right. You know, and like, I don't know. I think that is just stretching both of our perceptions of God in like whole new ways. Yeah. And I just like want to, okay, first of all, before I go to the scripture, do you have anything to say on that?
1: Yeah. Well, I was just going to say like, I I think as I reflected on that conversation and we talked about this a little, but like it just feels so much more scary mm. and like a leap of faith because you know like we were talking about it's with when you're p- praying for like peace or comfort or mm. any of those things those feel almost like less quantifiable mm. and not to like minimize those because you know especially when it comes to like mental health yeah things, I was just like that can be like a miracle in itself Mm. and a game changer. But I feel like it's, yeah, like you were saying, when it comes to like um, things dealing with the spirit and mind and uh, I don't know, emotions, sometimes it, yeah, it feels a lot less like measurable, Mm. not all the time, but like sometimes, whereas if you're like, hey God, I'm struggling and I like need, I need money for my rent or like, Mm. I need, um, I need a house to live in. Yeah. Um, or like I need, you know, I need a car or like literally just like things. Um, it feels so much more scary mm. or so much more scary because it's like you either have the money or you don't mm. and you either have a house or you don't. And mm. so, um, yeah, as I reflect on that, uh, I just, I think that's like why, But it's, it's so like, it's just putting him in a box, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's, you know, there's that, that verse, I think it's in like Matthew or or Luke or I don't know one of them, but you know, the whole idea of he's like, consider the ravens and like, have I not provided for them? Like they're like, you know, I'm totally, totally butchering it, but like if he can provide for like literally the birds of the Mm. earth, like who's to say he's not going to give us what we need. Yeah. And I think it's like so hard to actually grasp that, Mm. especially like living in, um, you know, the first world country that we do. And like, we have most of the things that we need on a daily basis. Yes. And, you know, I don't want to speak for everyone, but like we're all pretty, um, blessed in that way. Mm. And so I feel like, we experience a lot less on a daily basis of God, just like providing like the things that we need to survive Mm. essentially. Yeah. Um, And so I think that muscle isn't, isn't like um, worked in us as much, but it's, it's just like, it's so much, it's, I don't know. It's not more powerful, but I just like, I think it's just such like a a testament to your faith. If you can like to even trust him in those Mm. things, yeah. like i don't know it's so scary it feels scary but it's
0: like he literally like calls us to do that
1: yeah you know
0: well and he when he taught us to pray it was ask for your daily bread yeah and i i think that meant like food like actually <laughs> he was like <laughs>
1: ask for the food yeah yeah
0: and like I mean, I, I remember the disciples, they would like go places and they didn't have like money for food and like, you know, somebody would just provide and they just had to trust, you know, like they didn't plan out, they didn't meal prep for the week, you know, like they just went through day to day, like yeah. praying that God would give them food.
1: Right. And I think that like, I don't know, I've, I've had to like reflect on this of just like the idea of like praying and boldness and like. like expectancy I guess Mm. I don't know if that's the right word but like um you know I think a lot of times our like knee-jerk response is to be like this really hard thing has happened and so I'm gonna pray for like peace and comfort because it really sucks that it happened and I mean like she'll she'll be okay with me sharing this because she kind of shared some of it on her Instagram but like when my sister-in-law was first pregnant, like, she thought that it was, like, literally, they told her it was, like, an impending miscarriage, mm-hmm. basically. And when she first texted me and my family, you know, obviously her and my brother were devastated. And they were, like, just, like, pay, pray for peace and comfort over mm-hmm. me and Peyton. And um, then later that day, she was, like, hey, guys, like, actually, you know, me and Peyton both just, like, felt called to, like, pray in boldness and, like pray as if we like serve the powerful God that we do yeah. and pray for like the health of our baby. Mm. And like that feels so scary because it's like, well, what if it doesn't happen? And then like, you know, like it's scary yeah. and it's, it really is like a test mm. of faith, but to be like, no, I'm, I'm going to like, I have no idea the outcome of this, but I know that my God is going to be good. Mm. Like no matter what. Yeah. Um, Oof. and yeah, update with that. The baby is healthy and good. So literally anyways, praise
0: God. I know. It's So cool. That's another story, dude. Um, another yeah.
1: story, dude. <laughs> he, he loves using our stories, but mm. yeah. Anyways, but you had a verse that you were share. Yeah.
0: Okay. So just like going off of all that, when you were talking about the Ravens, it was Matthew six. And I mm. think it's so interesting because, you know, Matthew 6, verse 25. I'm like, yes, it's <laughs> yes, therefore God. I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, all of that. But I think we forget, or at least I forget to look at the, he says, therefore I tell you in verse 25,
1: therefore, you know, so I'm like it's therefore legit. that yeah. means,
0: well, it's legit. And that means you got to backtrack a little bit because mm. why is he saying therefore it's yeah. like the context is really important. And right before that, he's talking about, do not store up for yourself treasures on earth and then he talks about the eyes the lamp of the body if your eyes are unhealthy your whole body or if your eyes are healthy your whole body is full of light if your eyes are unhealthy your whole body will be full of darkness and this is when it talks about eyes are healthy it's actually talking about like the generosity of your heart so like if you're generous with your things mm-hmm. your whole body will be full of light and then and then from there it goes into no one can serve two masters either you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted to the one and despised the other he says you cannot serve both god and money Oof. and then he says therefore do not worry yeah and yeah. so like the crux of it is he was talking about money and he was mm-hmm. talking about things like paying your rent and like having enough money for groceries and like Kayla's story is different and like very valuable in this setting, but like also talking about like physical things that we need to pay for. I think money can often become like that. Oh,
1: money's like one of the biggest ones, I feel like. Yeah, it
0: is. And it's like, that's what he was talking about when he talked about not to worry. Yeah. Like he was talking about money. So as we're college students learning how to like live on our own, learning how to provide for ourselves, I got so wrapped up and worrying about money mm, and like spiraled yeah. <laughs> and, it, and yeah. it was even like it was so sneaky because it was like oh I need to be responsible and I need to be saving and I uh, and I it took up every single thought in my mind and I was a slave to it right and you
1: convince yourself that like oh but if I'm not worrying about this I'm not being responsible yes and which, God's like actually you're not supposed to worry you're so. not supposed <laughs> to
0: worry and it's just like Ah, I still vividly remember when I was having a conversation with my mom about it and she just like stopped me and she's like, Audrey, you you you're not supposed to worry about this. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, yeah.
1: And that feels like (laughs) so like, yeah, stuff like that. It's like that feels so hard to give to God. Yes. But it's also like we were talking about this kind of at Bible study last Mm -hmm. night too. It was just a good Bible study. Mm -hmm. But like every week's a good Bible study. (laughs) Yeah. We don't realize that like A lot of times when we're not, like, choosing God to be, like, the king over our lives, like, inherently something else is going to take that place. Yeah. And so when we're not, like, hey, God, I trust you with everything, and that includes my finances and my, Mm. you know, name, literally whatever. Yeah. Automatically, we're letting, like, fear or worry or or anxiety or money be, like, you know the the king over our slave, lives. Yeah,
0: what we're a slave to, yeah.
1: Right, and like I think we we don't we I don't know we want to label it as that, but that is what it that mm. is what it is. Yeah, because
0: we 'cause we're designed to serve something. Yeah, and so we will serve something, and if it's not God, it's like what are you serving? Because you're serving something. Mm
1: yeah wow which is a whole nother conversation which is a whole nother conversation
0: and we really need to get to the last question (laughs) of this um episode but yeah what's i feel like that was just like such
1: a pivot it's okay
0: we stay pivoting on here we stay pivoting we need to get to all our topics hey
1: it's organic it's it's authentic (laughs) authentic. (laughs) authentically me (laughs) (laughs) anyways
0: okay jordan what is something that's too wonderful for you
1: great question Audrey and I was (laughs) not expecting this question at all um no I was thinking about that in my car today um honestly something that's too wonderful for me and I think it will maybe remain too wonderful for the rest of my life is just like the providence of God like Mm. just like that he like actually goes before us and like he like like every detail In our lives is just like so intricately woven Mm. for his purpose, you know, and like I just like look back on my life and think of things that like happened to me when I was in like middle school Mm. and I didn't realize like how God was using it like to work for his good Mm. until like literally college and all of these things. And so like and it's just like I don't think I'll ever grasp that. And I think that's, you know, Mm. it's too wonderful. I think that's the beauty in it. But it's just crazy, like, how he literally, I mean, it's, yeah, it's Psalm 139. Like, he just, like, he hems us, like, behind and between Mm. or whatever. Behind and before. Behind and before. (laughs) And, like, he literally just, like, he knows our going and our going. Like, he just knows everything, but he's also, like, going before. Like, Mm. I just don't think I'll ever be able to comprehend, like, how he's literally, like, making a way for his Mm. glory. And like all that we're called to do is just like walk in that and be lights and um, love, love each other to the best of our ability. Like, that's just crazy. Yeah.
0: Cause he's like not bound by time, you know? Yeah. Like that's, that's how he's able to like go before us.
1: Yeah. Like he literally knew me before I was even, uh, yeah. Even like a sliver of a, being and (laughs) a
0: wisp 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 of life we're just a vapor guys and
1: (laughs) also just like the fact that god knows what's gonna happen in my future is just so (laughs) cool to me god can see
0: the future what like hey
1: god you want to like give me some like some spark notes Mm. just for Mm. no but i love that like that's not what happens yeah like we don't know but he knows and like i think there's so much beauty in that and um yeah.
0: I don't think I'll ever grasp it, but I I think I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. And just, like, knowing that, like, we don't know what this moment, like, how God will use this moment right now. But, like, even, like, someday we're going to look back right. on these couple months and be, like...
1: Literally. Like, even this podcast. It's, yeah. like, whether it's for the people listening or for us mm. or for no one but God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Like, we could never know the, like, the the reach of it mm-hmm. or like the way that God will use it. And like, <sighs> that's so crazy and cool. Yeah. And like, wow. He's just,
0: yeah. He's so good. He's So good. So good. So like, as you go out into your day or whenever you're listening to this, maybe. Yeah. Whenever you're listening to this, just like, I want to encourage you. Don't be afraid to say the name of Jesus. Yeah, whether you're among unbelievers or believers and just like be reminded that the lord works all things out for good so like Mm. no matter what you're walking through right now like he will work it out for good and like he has such a perfect plan for you that's crazy yeah (laughs) thanks jordan
1: thank you this was so fun my
0: like cheeks are hurting i know. smiling, smiling so much. much. You got me like, blushing over here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Go share it with a friend. Like if you're listening, you're like thinking of somebody right now, send it to them because you're thinking send of that it. person for a reason. But yeah, remember there's no such thing as coincidences and Jesus loves you so much more than you can possibly ever understand. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of It's Too Wonderful. I hope you enjoyed it and that this inspires you to go have similar conversations with your friends, your family, the people you love, and most importantly, with Jesus. Remember to go leave a rating and review. I really need those to get this podcast out and about. Go give us a follow on Instagram at its2wonderfulpod.